Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Writing a book should not be a solitary process. We all need feedback and direction, and that's where a book coach comes in. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter, and today you're going to learn how to hire a book coach and get the most out of them so you can write your book in a flash. Welcome. Our guest today is Kim O'Hara. Kim, what is a book coach? Well, thank you for having me on the show. And uh, I am a book coach to bestsellers. And what I do is uh, someone comes to me and they want to write a book, but they're really not sure exactly what they want to write a book about. They know it's something to do with their business or it has connection to a story um, that they've you know been through in their life. They want to weave it together and they want to build a platform and they want to get their book out to thousands of people. So that involves a lot more big vision thinking than just editing um, or just, you know, helping them write, you know, or even a writing coach. A book coach is the whole enchilada. It's from stem to stern helping them at the end, figure out where to go for an agent, where to go for a publisher. Do I hybrid publish? Do I, you know, self-publish? What are the reasons behind all of that? And so it, it's a, it's a year process for me. So who would need a book coach? A book coach would be someone who wants to feel led every week through their vision. Uh, They would also need accountability. Uh, They would need to have someone that they could collaborate with on the ideas that they have. A lot of people come to me and this is the idea they have for their book. And then they start talking to me and we spend some weeks together or months. And I start to say, here's what I'm actually seeing. That's like, what's your big you know, special sauce, or here's what I'm seeing that you bring to the table. And they're like, oh my God, I had never really thought about that. And so the coaching process is definitely like a big component around being able to see them as a writer and see their vision as a writer and hear their voice as a writer. So um, it's anybody who I typically work with people who have never written a book before. So they're very, they're CEOs. They're like super successful type A, you know, alpha and they're like a books, just like this. They're like, they're like, I have no clue where to even begin. So it's highly educated, um, successful people that have a very busy schedule that really need someone to keep them on track and staying reminded of their why. I agree completely. I'm working with a client now who's writing a book for leaders in Silicon Valley, and he's former military. And this last week, he says to me, you know, I really think we should write a book for uh, the enlisted men who are just leaving the military and need to become leaders in the real world. And I said, you know, good idea for a book, but that's not the book we talked about. Mm -hmm. And those people aren't going to have the money that Silicon Valley people have to hire you. So he said, thank you for keeping me on focus because we all have great ideas and great ideas spawn other ideas. But you need a book coach to keep you focused on what the best idea is. And I can hear you that you do that with your clients. So how do you find a good book coach? 
I just did an Instagram um, on this because I have people come to me sometimes that have been burned. They've been they've hired a book coach and they've ended up really with just an editor. And if you are not credited in some way as a coach, you really shouldn't be calling yourself a coach. Now, I am not going to say that I've gone to like years and years of training, but I have gone through coaching programs. So I have learned how to hold space as a coach. That's very, most editors do not know how to be people. They're not like with people. Like when I was in the movie business, I would be locked in a room for eight hours. I didn't talk to anybody. That's not coaching, right? So when you're looking for a book coach, you really want to make sure that, you know, when they say coach, that they've actually learned how to be a coach, in a container that trained other coaches. And those could have been life coaches or coaching's coaching, you know, wh whether it's a book or a business. Great ideas. What questions should a potential author ask a potential book coach to make sure that they find the right kind of person for them? It's a really good question. Um, it's interesting. I don't find when people call me that they ask a lot of questions about me. Maybe it's because I already have such a track record. Um, I've been doing this for seven years. Uh, so I feel like my testimonials and everything stand for themselves. Um, so it's really a lot of them just talking about what they want to do and me just giving them feedback. But I was going to say, if somebody wanted to ask questions, it'd be like, how long have you been coaching? Where did you learn how to be a coach? Have you written any books yourself? Uh, how many of your clients have been published? Um, you know, uh, how long do you work with clients? You know, or what are some of the uh, problems that you solve the most for people? That would be a really good question to see how the how, what, what kind of problem solvers they are in the coaching space. Great, great, great ideas, great questions. So, how would you get off to a good start as an author working with a book coach? How do you set boundaries and parameters and to do other ideas? I have, even though I don't do anything cookie cutter, you know, my clients are individual people that come with their own set of needs. I do have a process that is pretty rigid. I'm not loosey-goosey with it at all. So someone comes to me, they talk to me, we do a questionnaire, we look at their reader avatar, we, we outline for a session and they get into it and they write every week. You know, it's like... It's not, um, there isn't a lot of, you know, the boundaries are already preset, you know, before I, you know, I, I, I guess I just work with clients that understand, like, you don't text me in the middle of the night, you don't, you know, but I'm very available. So in terms of boundaries, I would say that um, before I get off any call with a client, I've pretty much assessed what needs are going to come up for them in the week without me where they're writing. And so I've already set up for them. If X, Y, and Z should come up for you, reach out to me, send me an email, let me know, let's check in midweek. So, you know, as a coach, it's my job to see where they might need me and then set up the solution for that. So they're not like, Oh my God, I don't know. I'm texting me and, you know, 
so it's, it's good to set up those boundaries as a coach. Great. You know, I think it's equally important for a book coach to find the right kinds of clients that they can work with. What kinds of questions do you ask potential clients or what kind of feel do you get for potential clients to say this would be a good fit or a bad fit? How do you make it work for you as a book coach? Um, people that want to do things fast are not my client. Um, so I can assess that pretty, pretty soon, you know, um, people that are more interested in how much money they're going to make in the first conversation, when we haven't even written a book, that's probably not my client. I'm not saying that I don't want everybody to make lots of money, but books have such a varied opportunity for income stream that that's just shouldn't be like the first conversation. If you're worried about your ROI, then you probably need to maybe write your book faster, like with someone like you, where you can maybe see a return really quick. Um, you know, I think like the clients that are right for me are people that really express this desire to have a voice out in the marketplace and out into the book world and that they've been waiting their whole lives to write these books. And like the, the calling is not going away. They've tried to make it go away. And in order to do it right, they want to go for the gold. So they don't want to take a bucket dream that they've had and then just like burn it out. They want to take the time to really learn what it means to write a best-selling book. So they, they're usually clients that are willing to go the long run. How do you manage a potential client's expectations? Because I'm sure a lot of people who come to you as they do come to me and they say they want to make a million dollars. They want to be a number one New York Times bestseller. And it does happen, but <laughs> uh, rarely. How do you manage those expectations for people? Well, I don't have anyone say they want to make a million dollars because I probably wouldn't. That wouldn't be my client because they would be like kind of out of touch with reality at that point. But like I do have people that say I want to be a New York Times bestseller. And a, earlier in my career, when I would hear that, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let, let's go for it. I've learned that that's actually just a marketing machine and that you basically are just paying for eyeballs and some of the best books are not necessarily on the New York Times bestseller list and that there's so many books that have had such great successes that aren't anywhere near the New York Times bestseller list. And so when someone says that to me, when I say, what do you want to do with your book? And they say, I want to be a New York Times bestseller. Now I kind of get into it with them. I'm like, well, what else? Like, you know, that there's like, are you going to inspire people all over the world? Are you going to have a global community? Are you going to have, you know, what are you going to do with your book? Like that aside, because you might not get that if you don't have the money to buy that. It's pretty clear that that is marketing money to get that standing, you know, and it's a great standing to have. I have a client who's, who was on the Wall Street Journal number three business books. We celebrated till the cows come home. He worked so hard on that book, but he also invested in marketing. Great answer. Thank you for being with us, Kim. And for everyone listening, we have dozens of other videos on this channel so you can write your book in a flash. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle. The only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me 
by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader. 